You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. They're at that point where they've kind of they've, they've kind of gone all in on this vision to to be in contention in maybe 2019. Uh, so th- instead of maybe being in in limbo as they were at this point a year ago with aging veterans, high-priced guys like. Uh, Tyson Ross, Andrew Kashner, James Shields. Now they, they've traded those guys. They've gone all in on the farm system, and some of that, some of those dividends are, will start to pay off this year. Uh, a guy like Manuel Margot in center field, he'll start to, uh, he'll, he'll get his first chance to make an impact. Hunter Renfro, who's been a top prospect for a long time now, he'll get his first chance to make an impact. So uh, there, there's really no more of, of, of the, the maybe aging veteran types who, who are, are, who could be served on a contending team. Whereas I think what the Padres are trying to do is, is go all in on this vision that 2019 uh, in the future will be w- when they're in contention and not just for one year, for, for a long time to come. They've really brought prospects in uh, in three different ways. It's been a threefold process. They, they, they traded guys. Uh, they traded, I think it was uh, eight different players last year, eight different guys who were all 28 years or older, or they were all kind of... Uh, not necessarily going to be a piece of the next contending Padres team. Uh, so they, they dealt those guys, got a number of very good prospects in return. Anderson Espinoza, their top arm uh, in the farm system being one of them. A guy like Chris Paddock, who, they, who uh, they got from Miami in the Fernando Rodney trade, being another one. But it wasn't just trades that they did. They spent a lot of money on the international market, and they had the most picks on day one of the, of the draft. So they've used, uh, in the last year, three different avenues to kind of cement the farm system. The farm system at this time a year ago, or at this time maybe a year and a half ago, wasn't, wasn't all that great. Now I think a lot of people in the game think it, it, it's potentially a top five system and, and one of the deeper systems in the sport. Because of all those trades, they've handed the keys to guys like Hunter Renfro in right field. Uh, Austin Hedges behind the plate. I think he's a guy to watch. Uh, if he can post league average for a catcher offensive numbers, he'll be an extremely valuable player, potentially even all-star caliber because of his defense. Uh, he's, his, his arm is fantastic. His, his transfer, his pop time is, is elite. And he's, uh, and he's pitchers just rave about throwing, the, throwing to him. So uh, he's a guy I think that could really help this Padres roster in more ways than one, especially with a pitching staff that has so many question marks. Uh, Hunter Renfro, we know about his power. We know what he's, we know what he's capable of doing uh, when he puts the bat on the ball. The question is, can he kind of tone down the strikeouts and maybe take a few pitches? Pitchers aren't going to pitch to him. He's got too much power for them to throw the ball over the heart of the plate. Uh, if he can maybe develop a little bit better of an eye, specifically against breaking balls, I think he could be another, another guy to watch for. And then uh, Manuel Margot, he might see some time in the minor leagues this season, but he's right now ranked, uh, MLB.com has him ranked as the Padres' top prospect. And uh, I wouldn't argue with that. He's a fun player to watch across the board defensively. He covers a ton of ground, and, and he hits pretty much exclusively line drives, and he can fly. When the Padres put this plan in place to, to revamp their farm system, the hitting is just further along than the pitching is. Uh, you've got guys offensively, Hunter Renfro, Austin Hedges, Manuel Margot, who are, who are uh, arriving on the scene now, whereas pitching-wise, all their top prospects are single-A, Maybe some of them might see time in Double A this season. The Cal Quantrills, the Anderson Espinosas, Adrian Morihones, they're 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 a little ways off. So essentially, what the Padres have had to do is go all in on a number of different pitchers. They've they have right now their their rotation options are they have so many different pitching options right now that uh, they're really just trying to narrow it down to five guys who they think uh, 
will be the best uh, will be the best options. They have no bona fide ace on their staff. That much is clear. But I think uh, they're looking at uh, guys like uh, Jolice Chassin, uh, Trevor Cahill. When they've had really good seasons, they've they've posted numbers that are that are pretty good. And so they're they're optimistic that they'll get the best out of guys like that. Darren Balsley has proved himself to be a fantastic pitching pitching coach, and he's gotten the best out of players like that in the past. So I think the staff, what the Padres are hoping is Luis Perdomo takes the next step, that step toward maybe being a front-end starter. He's not quite there yet. And then two or three of those other guys, like a Chassin or a Cahill or a Clayton Richard or even a Jared Weaver, uh, can kind of slot in uh, and, and round out the rotation and make it respectable. The bullpen could be a strength. Uh, it's They have some young guys, they have some young arms that they really like. Obviously, Carter Capps, who missed all last season with Tommy John surgery, came over from the Marlins in the Andrew Kasher trade. Uh, he's a guy worth watching just because his funky delivery is so, it's, it, it's so baffling to opposing hitters that, that you, you put him, you come, bring him in late in the game when a hitter's been, had three at-bats against, against a guy delivering the ball six feet out in front of the plate. He delivers the ball eight and a half feet out in front of the plate because of his hop step. He's, he, in 2015 at least, he was practically unhittable. Uh, you got guys like Ryan Buchter and Brad Hand coming off career years. They were essentially cast-offs a year ago, but they, were, uh, they, they really never got a chance to pitch consistently, and when the Padres gave them that chance, they were very good. Brandon Maurer is another guy who, who's an, he's an interesting case because when his slider started to work toward the end of last season, he was very good. So obviously bullpens are the most, the most volatile aspect in any baseball team, but the Padres have four guys at the back end that I think are very good. They also have some younger guys coming up, a Phil Maton. Uh, is he's he's an option uh, for for the bullpen this year? Uh, Jose Torres. Uh, they, these are young guys that they, they think can help round out that bullpen and can be part of their bullpen of the future. So uh, bullpens, yes, they're the most volatile part of any baseball team from year to year. I think uh, in the Padres' case, they have enough depth where they feel that if one or two guys struggle, uh, they'll be okay. It'll be an uphill battle in the National League West. It's a it's a it's a very good division. Um, obviously, the Dodgers and Giants have, have run that division for a few years. I think what the Padres said, obviously they went all in a couple years ago when they signed, when they traded for Matt Kemp, signed James Shields, and, and still weren't of that same echelon with those teams. I think what the Padres essentially said is, we want to compete on a yearly basis with those teams, and so what we're, what we're, the route we're going to take is, is to build the farm and create a core, something in similar similar way to what the Giants did when they had a few top 10 picks a few years in a row. Uh, and the Padres, uh, they've, they've taken a few different avenues to get there. Uh, 2017 may be a struggle. Uh, I think their offense has the potential to surprise a few people, but the pitching staff still needs work. Uh, but it'll be, it's an uphill climb in that National League West. It's a, it's a very good division. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.